Hello and welcome to Deconstructing the Bible. I'm Jason Steffenhagen, the Associate Minister at The Well, and this is our very first episode of a brand new podcast where we will be exploring the Bible. We're going to be talking about what is the Bible, how do we engage it, how do we read it, what is theology all about, and how does it impact not only our lives, but the world in which we are a part of. And so in this first episode, I want to do a couple of things. I want to take the two words that are probably the most complicated in the title, deconstructing and Bible. I want to talk about what those words are getting at and how it will help us as we navigate the future of this podcast. So let's take that first word for a second, deconstructing. That's a fun word to say. It's a nice, catchy word. It's a really popular word right now. And deconstructing is all about taking things apart. It's about taking things apart, pulling them out from their seams, uh, pulling them down, separating them into their parts so that we can understand how they go together. And that's kind of what we're going to be doing in this series, is we want to be looking at the Bible, pulling things out, taking it apart, pulling back the seams a little bit so that we can see what is going on in this book that for over 2,000 years has been impacting history and will continue to do so. So deconstruction is actually not on its own. And what I mean by that is that deconstruction, in my understanding, in my kind of perspective on it, is a part of a three-step process. And I and this three-step process is not new to me or new. I'm not bringing it up for the first time. This isn't something that I'm inventing. This is something that I've heard from uh, great writers like Walter Brueggemann or Richard Rohr. And it's this idea that there is a three kind of step process, a threefold way of moving through things that helps us understand growth and transformation and progress and evolution. And that three-step process is really simply construction, deconstruction, and reconstruction. So what do I mean by construction, deconstruction, and reconstruction? Well, construction is what happens early in life or at a new phase of life where you are putting something together. You're putting the scaffolding together for the thing that you believe or the thing um, that you're a part of. It's constructing the reality. It's coming up with the rules and the expectations and the laws and, and putting together the structure. And so we have this construction. What is it that I believe? Do we actually know that question? Do we know what we believe? Do we know the Bible that we're reading? Right? And then once we have that construction, then we often move into a place of deconstruction. And deconstruction is where we start to question the construction, right? So it's, is what I believe or is what I've constructed actually the best thing, right? Is this belief that I have really a healthy one all the time, right? And this happens when we run into new stories and new ideas and new philosophies and new theories. We run into these new things, these new encounters. Maybe it's a relationship and we run into these new encounters, these new people, these, these new situations, and we can't help but question or wrestle or doubt or need to deconstruct what we already know. And we'll dive into more examples of this as we go throughout this series and throughout this podcast. But the idea here is that we have construction and then we have deconstruction. And now for many people, deconstruction is a really scary thing because it means 
that you're tearing down everything that you've constructed. And some people would say that you're even throwing out what you've constructed. Now, I want to stop right there and say, just because you're pulling something away or you're pulling back the seams or you're pulling out the parts and, 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 and you're starting to ask some questions, it doesn't mean that you're throwing out what's been constructed. It just means that you're trying to understand why it was constructed in the first place. Why was that construction done the way it was done? And the reason why you're asking that is because maybe the construction has reason to be questioned. Maybe there's a, a story or maybe there's a person or maybe there's a, a theory or an idea that seems to run counter to what's been constructed, but it actually carries a lot of weight and it actually makes a lot of sense. So for instance, um, if you were raised to believe that people are inherently different and that there's a hierarchy based on race, and that was the construction you were given is that some people that look a certain way are smarter than other people, but then you met someone or you went to school with someone who looked like the group of people that was underneath you, that relationship, that connection, that story might suddenly confront what's been constructed and you might need to say, wait a minute, maybe I need to deconstruct what I've thought was true all along. Or maybe you've heard a theory or, a, or an idea and you've thought that idea rings true to me, but it runs contrary to what I've always thought was true. Now, again, doesn't mean that you throw out what you've constructed, doesn't mean that you don't still value what was constructed, but it means that you question it and you wrestle with it. And then finally, the third step of the process is not just to take everything down, tear it off and pull it apart and, and separate it all out so we can evaluate it and question it and doubt it and wrestle with it. But instead, we do all of that work so that we can reconstruct and start to put things back together. And now it might not look like what it originally did when it was constructed, but there is a hope that there's a reconstruction of something that gives us um, a firmness or a sense of, of connection to what is going on around us. It gives us a sense of wholeness and, and, and a sense of completeness. And so we hope that as we explore the Bible, people will reflect on what was constructed but then they will start to deconstruct with the hope that we are all working together towards reconstruction, right? And I think Jesus is a great example of someone who does this because he was given the law, right? He was given the law and the prophets from the Hebrew scriptures, the Old, the Old Testament, if you're a Christian. And so Jesus has this history, this beautiful work of the law and the prophets that he is birthed into and, 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 and believes in. And yet he says things like, well, you've heard it said. But I say unto you, in that moment, he's deconstructing the Old Testament. He's deconstructing the Hebrew scriptures. He's like, yes, I know what it says, but when we pull apart at the seams, it might not be what we think it, it, it has become, right? So the way you've interpreted that text might not be the healthiest way to interpret it. Like, for instance, Jesus says, you've heard an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you, right? I tell you to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Do not strike back, right? So there's this there's this, this sense that Jesus is both understanding the construction, doing a little deconstruction, and now he's moving into reconstruction, right? Love your enemies. And so that is the, I guess, 
the foundation of what we're up to in this podcast is we want to take the Bible and say, what's been constructed? And there's a lot of different things that have been constructed about the Bible. How can we deconstruct it in a healthy way, in a way that honors what's been constructed, in a way that honors the text? And then how can we reconstruct in order to move towards wholeness and shalom, right relationship with God, others within ourselves, and all of creation? So that is the deconstructing part of the title. But what about the Bible part, right? So we're deconstructing the Bible. Well, you know, here's a simple question. What is the Bible? And I think some of us are going to have many answers depending on who we are, right? There's going to be many different answers out there about what is the Bible. You know, when I grew up, I thought the Bible was kind of the answer booklet for all of life's problems. That if you have an issue, if you wake up and there's a question that's burning on your mind or you have a conundrum in your life or a situation that's that you're struggling with, all you have to do is open the Bible and find the right answer. And so the, an- the Bible became an answer booklet. At other times... The Bible was used as a pseudo-history book. Like if you wanted to understand exactly how scientifically the world was created, you turned to Genesis chapter 1. Or if you wanted to understand every piece of human history, you needed to open the Bible and say, this happened at this date, this happened at this date, this happened at this date. And so the Bible became a pseudo-history book. It became a scientific text book, and it became an answer booklet. I've also, you also hear the Bible referred to as the Word of God, this, this book that has no human um, interaction other than the writing of it, but it was all um, God writing it through humans, and that every single word of it is divinely inspired by God. And uh, that is something that I, um, I hold to, um, but it's a piece of how we understand the Bible when we ask the question, what is the Bible? Then there's a question of, well, what's maybe a, a way to answer what is the Bible is to get at? What's the purpose of that? What is the Bible trying to communicate? And then some would say the Bible is trying to communicate how we live, live forever in heaven with God. The goal of the Bible is to help us understand how to be saved in order to go to heaven when we die. That that is the goal of the Bible. And that may be true, right? That may be a reason for understanding and reading and engaging the Bible, the potential problem with that is the Bible doesn't spend a whole lot of time talking about it. You would think if that's the sole primary goal of the Bible was to tell us all how to get to heaven, that it would spend more time doing so. So that's another idea of what is the Bible and what is the purpose of the Bible. Finally, I think a great way of understanding the Bible is by looking at it as a book that is divinely inspired about what it means to be human in relationship to the divine and to others and to ourselves and to all of creation. The Bible is a book about relationship. How do we relate with the divine? How do we relate with one another? How do I relate with myself? And how do I relate with the creation, all things around me? And so the Bible is this book about how do we do that well? How do we do that in its fullness? How do we do that through the lens of love? How do we do that through the lens of reconciliation? How do we do that through the lens of justice? How do we do that through the lens of mercy and forgiveness? How do we do that through the lens of the fruit of the Spirit, love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and self-control? How do we go about 
engaging the world, one another, ourselves, and God in a way that is transformational. And so the Bible is a lot of things to a lot of people. And so for us to unpack it, for us to deconstruct it, for us to wrestle with it, we have to understand what it is and what the purpose of it is. And so for me, and now my email is jstephanhagen at thewellmn.church. Feel free to send me an email about this if you disagree or want to have more conversation because I'm totally open to it. But the goal of this podcast is to help us deconstruct the Bible, to engage it with the intention of understanding that it is about bringing about right relationship with God, ourselves, others, and all of creation, and moving us towards God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. That is the um, the, the mission, the purpose through which we, and the lens through which we are going to engage God's word, is how do we go about creating healthy, dynamic relationship with God, ourselves, others, and all of creation. This idea of shalom. How do we go about bringing that on earth as it is in heaven, as Jesus prayed in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 7. And so that is the lens through which we are seeing things. That is how we are going to kind of engage the Bible. And so deconstructing the Bible is all about pulling things apart, looking at their insides, asking good questions, raising some doubts, raising some curiosity. That's a word we're going to come back to time and time again as we as we engage this dynamic word, this dynamic Bible that has for so long impacted humanity, and we're going to explore it, and we're going to ask good questions, and we're going to pull it apart, and we're going to have some fun with it, because the Bible is not just an answer booklet. It's not just a good historical text. It's not just um, some good ideas. The Bible has the power to transform, because I think it really truly is teaching us what it means to be human in relationship to God, to others, ourselves, and to all of creation. And when we do that well, man, beautiful things start to happen, and transformation truly exists, and reconciliation is possible, and justice can be done. So thanks for joining us on this inaugural episode of Deconstructing the Bible. We look forward to unpacking things even more as we go. 